0: We are in Detox family. Um, Last week we covered some things and we want to go a little bit further today. You got Proverbs 24, run back to John 10. Let's look at that in the Amplified Bible first. And you're gonna have to use your your phones and stuff. Because, yeah. It says in verse 10 of John 10 in the Amplified, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy, um, but I came that they may have and enjoy life. How many of y'all want to enjoy life? Raise your hand. Yeah, the purpose of this series is to identify every area that's hindering our enjoyment. You want to enjoy life. And give it up for Keith. he's been serving so well, look at we, (laughs) We we want to enjoy life. I don't care what status of living you're at, you want to enjoy it. And the thief's job is to hinder that at any cost. And so in this area of family, we have found out that a lot of us are not living as God intended as it relates to our families. There's so much chaos, so much trauma, so much drama that was never our intent or God's intent, but yet we are here. Well, here's the deal. That's not the destination. doesn't have to end that way. You begin to get these teachings and apply the word to whatever area that you have seen the hand of the enemy in, and you can move on to places of victory. We titled this From Trauma to Triumph, which means I can walk in victory with my family. And people said, I don't think so, Pastor, you don't know how deep our family stuff runs. I don't care how deep it runs, what you're telling me is the blood doesn't work for your family? I don't care what has happened in your family and it has been outright bad and evil and demonic and and it's caused pain and trauma and all of that. And you've tried to live through it and sing through it and all of that, but it bothers you, it hurts you, it affects your living. Well, we're going to get you free by the word of God. And when I talk about this, I'm not talking about deliverance by what we have been taught in the black church. I believe that, but I believe that is not the only way deliverance happens. I believe deliverance happens by way of the word of God. Word in, and the word pushes everything else out. The reason we're seeing so much struggle is because we don't wanna do the work regarding the word. So if I know that I wanna enjoy life, and I also know that there is somebody trying to hinder me enjoying that life, I'ma deal with the thing that's trying to hinder me from enjoying the life. Wouldn't you? If you went home today after church and you opened your door and there was somebody in your house that did not belong, what would you do? Huh? What would you, what would you do, Chris, if you went home and somebody was in your house and that don't belong there? Would you, would you holler off and go into praying? What would you do? You'd you get, you get them out. What, what would you do? You, by any means necessary. Some of y'all say, yeah, that's why, I, that's why I carry, Pastor. I conceal and carry. Well, you also conceal and carry the Word. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, you lift up a standard of the Word of God. You wouldn't allow anybody to be in your house that don't belong. You wouldn't even call for the police first. You, you wouldn't. You, 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 you call them later. Hey, I, I got this one. You, you know, you can't shoot them if they ain't on in the house. Well, pull them back in there. You... <laughs> now go to Proverbs chapter 24. Come on, Proverbs 24. I don't have much time. And I don't have much screen, but we're going to work this out in Jesus' name. Yeah. Um, verse 3 of Proverbs 24 in the Amplified Steel. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built. Y'all see that? Go, I told you, go on your own phones or your gadgets if you have a, I told you last week, I know those Androids don't act right with the word, but look at somebody else's phone. Yeah. Through skillful, listen, listen, I just told you this earlier, through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built, and by the understanding or by understanding, it is established, it is, it is sound and in good foundation. And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches." You want the pleasant riches, you want the precious riches, you want the good and sound foundation, you want this home, this life, this family built the way God wants it. It says that happens through skillful and godly wisdom. Skillful. You got to be skilled at how to walk through with your family. That's why you can't take notes from everybody. You can't take lessons from everybody. That's their lesson. That's what happened to them. may not be your portion. But through skillful and godly wisdom, he'll give you wisdom and he'll give you strategic ways of how to walk through to a place of victory with your family. And a lot of times we get so frustrated with things that we go to God last. Because frustration will take you places you didn't pack for. You have, you making decisions you wouldn't have made had you been in the sound mind. That's why when you upset, don't make no decisions. You mad, now you done put the, the, the boy out and threw his gym shoes in the lawn, that's because you was mad. Now you saying, call and see where he at. See, see if he made it to grandma's house yet. I'm, I'm gonna drive by there and see. So you don't, don't tell them say don't make decisions when you're angry. That ain't no no big revelation. You know that. I'm just reminding you of that. Because sometimes we know things and still don't do them. So through skillful and godly wisdom, I told you before that humanity was created with needs. And the reason we're sitting here now with all of this trauma is because there were needs or there are needs that were never met. Now go to Genesis chapter number 12. Let's pick up where we left last week. I got a lot to cover, I don't have time to cover it all. You got to go back and you got to watch the replays and and take your notes and things like that. I thought um, um, Sister Cassandra did a wonderful job with the devotion on Tuesday, giving you steps. (laughs) See, that's why I like this church, man. Y'all clapping, but y'all just clapping. You getting steps. You getting a how-to. You getting it for me and everybody else. So we shouldn't be in these same positions always. Come on, say amen. amen. And, 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 and so, so this family unit, this, 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 let me just say it like this, because people said, I talked to somebody, I said, Pastor, I love your series, but I don't have no trauma. Let me help you, dear heart. Every family has trauma. Every family got secrets and abuse and some struggling there, some lying, and cheating, all kind of stuff going on in there. Things you don't talk about, rejection, anxiety. Every family got it, but we've been so used to what's that movie, um, um, El um We don't talk about Bruno. We, we we don't we don't we don't talk about these things. We we have mastered we have mastered coming and smiling while bleeding on the inside. We have master doing our regular jobs. We have master being a wife or a husband. All the while, we're broken, we're beat up, and we need to be healed. But, but, but this is just how we do. We don't talk about things in my family. We just going on, and everything's going to be all right. And, and at some point, you don't grow out of that. It grows up with you, and it affects you. And, and if you keep squeezing that thing, if somebody squeezes that, it's going to come out. Yeah. You don't squeeze a ketchup bottle and mustard comes out. That's why we have so many issues, because we we think, I don't have to deal with that. I got saved, and I prayed, and I serve God now, so all is well. No, you gotta stop, and you gotta do simple things like have these family meetings and talk through things you don't wanna talk about. Our talks in our home are not always, praise God, hallelujah. We gotta ask questions, we gotta wait for the response, and don't you ask no question if you ain't ready for the response. Don't do it. Don't dish it if you can't take it. Don't say your piece but not be ready for the response. Because they get to have a response. Even if you feel like it's not right, they get to have it. And we get to let the Holy Ghost sit at the table with us and walk us through. And because, see, here's the thing about it. He knows the heart of every man. He turns it at will. And he gets us all. He gets your heart together for the conversation. You say, Father, I thank you that we're going to have our family meeting tomorrow night. And I thank you, Lord, that all hearts will be ready to receive and hear and hear your wisdom. You got to pray about that before the meeting. And not coming there trying to strong arm the table. He gets the hearts ready. And what you can't do with your three hours of talking, he'll do in a second. He'll, he'll, he'll soften somebody's heart. And, and, and you'll say what you got to say. And you wait on him to go off. And then he'll say, oh, okay, well, that's how you feel. I hear you. I hear you, baby girl. He's like, what? Because you was ready to cuss him out because you just knew he wasn't going to hear you. But he says that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord, and he turns it however he wants to turn it. So we must detox ourselves. Look at Genesis chapter 12 and verse number um, one. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of that country and from that kindred and from that father's house and unto a land that I will show thee unto a land that I will show thee. Get out of, we said last week, get away from the environment that has caused you or that's preventing you from the life you desire. It is a mental thing. Now, every now and again, you'll identify like people, and God will say, break off for a season. I get that. But for the most part, it's a mindset that we have captured and we've held strong to that's keeping us from launching forward because you say you save. you say you got the Holy Ghost, you say he's with you and he leads you and guides you, and you hear from God about. About everything else, right. Right. but our Father's house, we must deal with that. We must stop and say, wait a minute. What is causing me to stay here when God is saying he's made it possible that I be free? Yeah. Go to 3 John chapter 1. Just a quick piece we went over last week. Um, it says trauma affects our soul. Trauma affects our decision making, our mind, our will, our emotions, our intellect. In third John chapter 1, verse 2 says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Come on, say prosper. prosper and be in health, but it doesn't come without the last part. It says, even as thy soul prosper, you're not gonna prosper mentally or in your decisions and things until your soul prospers. Now, let's talk about how do we get to prospering our soul? How do we get to prospering our soul? Go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Because here's the thing. You did not make certain marks on your life. But here is the thing I need you to hear. I, you didn't plant those seeds in your life. You didn't do those things to you. You didn't cause the way you feel, but you're responsible for fixing it. I got a couple of amens over here. I got two over here. i to get none in the middle. Okay. I know it doesn't seem fair. I know it doesn't seem right. That I didn't cause these things, but I got to fix them. Why can't he fix it? He the one was there for the family. Why can't she fix it? She was the one on drugs. Why can't they do it? They the one left us here. Why can't... And, and and I'm telling you, people of God, I, 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 we never asked for this function. But I sit and talk to people, and people have no clue of sometimes the pain they've caused other people, because they were trying to survive their own trauma. My daddy wasn't there. He he never intended not to be there. He went to a party one night. Things got hot. They had a couple drinks. Nine months later, he had a baby. And then some of them got married. So you got a man who didn't know who he was. Now you're adding husband and father to the list. Because the intent was that before we get the help, we know who we are. Most of us, we talk about it all the time, we got married and didn't know who we were. So now I'm, I'm, trying, to be, I'm trying to be husband and I don't even know how to be man. Oh, 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 now you add father to the list. Now I got children. So now I got to be husband and father and don't know how to be man. And you look at that. And when you talk to people, you say, oh, that's where you are. That's where you were. And you begin to see what other people are and you have more grace for their situation. I'm not telling you to be okay with what happened to you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it has happened. And now we're going to deal with the word of God to get you from a place of trauma to triumph because you don't have to live at what happened. You're not what happened to you, so stop living there. Y'all quiet up in here, man, y'all. Are y'all listening to me? Soul prosperity leads to the triumph probably want to get you. Addressing our truth. Listen, write this down. Addressing our truth. You got to do a lot of writing it because the screen is out. Oh, it's over there. Okay. There's some the stuff up. Okay, good. Addressing our truth and, but submitting to his truth. Ooh, write that down. We're not ignoring what happened in us, around us, to us. That's our truth. But we're submitting, what, I keep hearing all these bells and stuff, what? That's somebody's phone or? Somebody don't know how to work it? Bring it here to me, who is that, who's phone, bring it to me. We're gonna get you a flip phone. It's just like that though, man, your phone go off in church and you trying to do everything, turn it off, it just would not go off, it gets louder and it start playing songs you don't want it to play and you're like oh God!" <laughs> and then you start lying to, that's my children they playing with my phone last night <laughs> we address our truth it happened listen but we submit to his truth yes, that's right. I went through a tough time but that's not who I am that's my truth but his truth is I am fearfully and wonderfully made yes. I'm made in the image of God I have the mind of Christ. Come on. And you got to know these things because if not, and see, church has done a job on keeping us in trauma to make money off of us. How many books you going to buy? How many altars you going to go to? How many conferences you going to go to? How many? How many? No no offense to the conferences. Praise God. But how many? How many altar calls you going to answer? When you can get this word, she gave you practical tools last week. You ain't, ain't got to go to no conference for it. You ain't got to pay for it. You ain't got to buy no book, no nothing, no pen, no flight, no hotel, nothing. Practical stuff. But somehow, we think that stuff don't work. It's got to be some more too. It got to be some whistles and bells. I got to fall on the floor. I got to turn around. I got to, do, I got to hear them bells on their phone. Ooh, I got to do all this stuff. It's like, no. You keep them decrees coming, and some start changing in you, and you get around the person that caused you trauma and you want to give to them. You want to bless them. And that's a long way from I don't want to deal with this person. So, so we, we, we don't ignore our truth, but we submit to his truth. Our submission to the word of God, write this down, can heal any experience that was not God's intent for your life. Our submission to the word of God, I need you to hear me, can heal any experience That was not God's intent for us. Any experience? No, Pastor. Any experience? Because God's word is true regarding you. Not what happened to you, what happened to me, what I did. His word is true regarding you. And look at this. Anything competing with what God's word has established for me is a lie. Anything competing with what God has already declared about me, it's a lie. And some of y'all have been buying the lie. And that's why relationships, elder states, is so important because some of y'all connect with the wrong people that enforce the lie. They keep speaking the lie over you. How many times he going to call you ugly before you realize this ain't the right relationship? Because love don't do that. But that happens because he's working through his insecurities and his trauma and and all the things that he's dealing with and he takes them out on you. He's not mad with you, he's mad with him. He's mad with himself. You you know, know, people say therapy is for ladies. I, I I think all men should have at least three sessions a month. That's just me. Because men know how to harbor things, even better than women. You notice in church the altar calls is always women. We even we address them toward the women, like they like they the only ones that's hurting. They are the only ones feel rejection. They are the only ones insecure. They the only one had a hard time. And men at the back saying praise God, and come up here to catch you. They need to be falling down with you because nobody has been talking to them. And I, I, I'm speaking for myself. Most men live guarded. They let you go so far, let you in so far. People say, Pastor, you guarded. Yep, yeah, I'm guarded. Now what? Pray for me. But the guarding comes from experiences, Amen. Yes. it comes from receipts we all have. Once you get receipts in an area, you're like, wait a minute. I know how this goes, so let me, let me put this on right here. Let me cover this right here. Let me not let you get in too close. Let me not, no, 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 let me let, I ain't gonna let the wall all the way down. Cause last time I let the wall all the way down, you reached in here and you slapped me. You ain't gonna slap me no more. And when you, but when you healed, you give access again. You trust again, you take the risk again. Cause you can't build with that wall. And men, I'm telling you brothers, you got to talk with somebody. I know this ain't Sunday morning, uh-huh, uh-huh, but this is what we need. We got enough of that, uh-huh, and everybody's just struggling and mad and angry and don't like one another and getting divorced and separating and the kids are going through and ain't got no money and all this stuff, and we, uh-huh, uh-huh. no, no problem with that. But we got to someplace stop and say, wait a minute. Yeah. Yes, now, I've been in this game called church and life too long not to have no fruit. I mean, come on now. And so I'm identifying some things as I approach 50. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, these parts we rejoice with because our faith is strong and God is good, but what about this stuff we don't post on Facebook? Because you do know the self, somebody told me the selfies, look at it was you told me the selfies you post, you take 85 selfies. You only, you only put the best one up there. That's right. <laughs> why, why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why? No, 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 no. Let's talk. Let's talk. Why, why do we only put the best ones up there? Because we want what? You want to present your best self. You want to present your best self. But is it really your best self? It's your best cover-up. It's your best cover-up. Because I don't want you to know what's really going on with me. Because we become our functions. I'm the pastor. So you can't know me outside of pastor. So I got to be perfect. If you see me post, I got to be praying. I got to be kneeling. I got to have a cross. I got to be speaking in tongue. Because I'm the pastor. So when I present, I can't present nothing bad because pastors don't have no issues. What happened if you posted one of them pictures that you deleted? What happened if you you post about your children, oh, praise God, these my family, it's a party of fire. How about you post that meeting and what happened after that meeting? Post the slamming on the doors and the cussing and I ain't coming back down there and F all of y'all, post that. (laughs) But what has happened, we have become professional actors. And we let the world dictate to us, where's that picture I gave y'all? Where's that picture at? Post that, put that picture up there Anita. We let the world help us in our dysfunction. Because we all have it. I, I have dysfunction. My family has great dysfunction. My family has great trauma. I wish we got freed from everything so I can lead y'all. That's why you got to pray for your leaders because I'm up here just like you sitting there. But I didn't have to be up here. to a calling on my life. I got to deal with my stuff just like it. Y'all should find a picture. Or can we show up? We probably can't show it. Oh, we can't show it. Okay. Okay, good. Let me know if you can. But well, we become professionals. But she said it best. We put our best cover. And, and I think to a certain degree, that's okay, on. Keep your best foot forward. But at some point, we got to deal with what it is we're covering up. And I'm telling you, the word of God is what we use. Look at John chapter 15. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Look at verse number four. I got 10 minutes. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Powerful verse number four. Dissect that at your own time, okay? Here's what you should do. You should take the notes I give you and sit in your own devotion time and go back through them all. Dissect them, go back to the scriptures, look them up in different translations so you can drag out all the understanding you can get so you can apply it and be better, okay? Verse five, I am the vine, you have the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. I'm trying to get rid of this trauma. Without me you can do nothing. I'm trying to get over my past. Without me you can do nothing. If you abide in me, verse number seven, and my words abiding you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done to you. Yeah. But it's all about abiding. Somebody said, abide. abide. Look at what abiding means. Abiding means this. Hopefully, they can put it up because it's a lot. Allowing the word to confront and uproot anything. <laughs> I was trying to see because some stuff is over there. They're doing the best they can up there. I know it's, this tech stuff, man, you just can't, you just never know. You know, it's like, it's like getting in the car back in there. You know that car raggedy. You just praying the stars. (laughs) Well, that's a bad analogy because that stuff ain't raggedy. It's just acting up. But whatever. Okay, abiding is allowing the word. Got to listen because it's not up there. Allowing the word to confront and uproot anything tormenting us and keeping us from peace. I knew you' gonna like that one. <laughs> Allowing the word, this is what it says: abiding me, abiding you. It's what abiding means. Allowing the word to confront and uproot anything tormenting us, and keeping us from peace. Well, I ain't tormented. When you when you gotta when you gotta take a pill to go to sleep and a pill to wake up, it's torment. When you love God, but you need a sip to calm your nerves, that's torment. When you act out of character often because of your surroundings and your family, that's torment. Because you want peace. But you're trying to get peace through other means. He says, this is how you get peace. You abide in me. My words abide in you. Because when you abide, the word now addresses your soul. So now you can make better decisions. Now your emotions are getting better now. You ain't always on edge and and can't nobody say nothing to you and you you angry about everything. And again, I told you last week, I know what happened. You said, you don't know why I'm angry. I'm angry because I tried to tell her years ago and she didn't listen. Okay, but now we're here. And God needs to heal both of y'all. Are you listening to me? So it is, I'll say it one more time, it is, ooh, I got seven minutes. Allowing the word to confront with anything, say anything, Anything. tormenting us and keeping us from peace. Second definition, giving the word permission to deal with all the areas of our life that are not in a harmony with the word. Abiding, abiding me, abiding me. What does that mean? Giving the word permission to deal with all the areas of our life. They're not in harmony with the word. What does it mean to give the word permission? Let's talk, oh, there it is. What does it mean to give the word permission? Anybody? This class, it's not, I'm not in the sermon mode. Take over, somebody says something over here. Allowing it to lead you. Process, giving it access. Anybody else? Submitting to the word, what does it mean? What does it mean? Make it plain. Who said that back there? Being obedient. Anybody else? Let it develop. Yeah. You have to give the word permission. You can't just sing about it. You can't just shout about it. Listen, you can't just confess it. You got to submit to it. You got to come under it, which means if you're dealing with rage in your house and people can't talk to one another, the word says a soft answer turns away wrath. So now you got to submit to the word and say, let me be quiet it's just that simple see we got to start Pastor Kelly putting the plainest is that a word? the the most plain how to to this don't just tell me abide in the word what does that mean? don't tell me give the word access what does that mean? because I want to leave here and do it reverend so I can come back better so if there's chaos in my home I'm tired of chaos in my home how do I fix it? I'm telling you you give the word permission to deal with so if i if i if, if i'm the one that talk too much in the home anybody else talk too much in their home you to talk raise your hand
1: <laughs>
0: yeah so you may have to be quiet sometimes anybody that instigator in their home don't raise your hand because some of y'all are some instigators Some of y'all got degrees in petty. (laughs) And you on purpose push buttons so we can go at it for a minute. Because I'm going to let him have it. So you know when you brought him that plate and you dropped that plate and it bounced off that table, you know that one, right? And he said, why you have to bring my... What you mean? I brought you the food, didn't I? You got the plate, don't you? You got to submit to the word. my surface still because we can get to all other stuff like the honor and all that for people it's it's, it's layers to this but you start by this right here you start by giving the word permission allowing the word to confront and uproot there it is confront and uproot if you gotta uproot some what does that mean that means what that means it's deep and some most believers have what's called a root of bitterness concerning people. Not, not baby mama that live down the street or not baby sister that live in Mississippi. People in your own house. And that's why the chaos is seemingly always rumbling. There's always this undercurrent of, of trouble and chaos because there's bitterness in the hearts. and, and, and we don't like one another and, and, and we disdain one another and, and we gotta fix that. So I'm looking for the opportunity to go off on you. And you're looking for the opportunity to go off on me. And I'm looking for the opportunity to win. And you looking to win. So there's a constant battle in the home. And if anybody in your house wins, the whole house loses. Because there should be a win-win. I got a few claps, thank you for those claps. Everybody should win. See that's what happened on Wednesday night. At some place the enemy tried to insert that this is a battle and either the parents gonna win or the kids gonna win. And that's not the case. I'm not trying to win over my children. I'm trying to convince them that my heart is for you and I'm on your side and I want you to win in every area and don't go down there. There's a hole in the street and don't get in that car and don't do this. That's my job as a parent lest I bury my son. So excuse me if I'm gonna look tough. I'm raising black men, and sometimes the rules are different in the streets for them. So I ain't got time to play with you, no, son. We live in a nice neighborhood. You can't get in this car with no plates on it and the windows are tinted and the music. You can't do that. And I don't expect you to understand. That's why I'm the parent. They got the picture up. Ain't this pretty? We posted this picture at the mall, and we got about 4,000 people saying,
1: ooh, Pastor London, she's so
0: pretty. That's right, Pastor, upgrade that rain, do that thing, buy that thing. And I'm looking like, that's what social media does to you. Because ain't nothing in this bag but some jewelry cleaning. Them both. Jury cleaner. But see, this social media how you posting stuff and feeling like you, Jesus the Christ. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Go ahead, Pastor. A marriage goes. Jury cleaner. paid for it, they gave it to us. Elder Stacy, I'm, any area that I'm acting in, I'm going to lose the part. Yeah, what you see is what you get, but I'm, we, we too old to be acting this stuff. It is what it is. It's like folk that don't want the hub in the scene without makeup. But it is what it is. Matter of fact, I want to see you without. I want to see what I'm working with. Here. Matter of fact, when we go out tonight, take everything off. No makeup, no eyelashes, no booty pad, nothing. Take it all off, just let's go out to eat. Let me see what's going on here. Y'all come on up. Y'all come on up. The Word of God said, the Word of God, the Word of God is, the is the only thing that can change your soul. Can change your soul. Abide in me. I told you what abiding means. Look at John chapter 8, verse 31. I'm out of time. Can I give you this last scripture? Can I give you the last scripture? Yes. John chapter 8. You just walk through what abiding means. It's how you're going to get out. Then said, Jesus, verse 31, to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue, which means abide in my word, then you are my disciples. Yes. Here's the other part of us getting free. You're going to have to be discipled. Uh, yes. yes, Who in your life know two scriptures more than you that can help you walk through where you are? Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, got to be discipled. That's a whole other message though. And ye shall know, verse 32, the truth said know it it. and the truth shall make you free. When you abide in the truth it removes the blinders off of you so you can be free in ways you never thought you could be free. Last scripture, James chapter 1. Verse 23, the New Living Translation. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, verse 24, walk away and forget what you look like. What is that? You get dressed, you get in the mirror, you put everything on, you leave the house to forget what you look like? He says, but if you look, verse 25, I think it's 25. But if you look carefully into the perfect law, the word of God that sets you free, and if you do what it says, and don't forget what you heard today in the service, then God will empower you. And you'll come back every week a bit closer. I gained a step in victory this week. Pastor, we had our family meeting. Everybody listened. It was a little rough, but it was better than before. Praise God. And bit by bit, bit by bit, I don't know how you miss a word like this. I don't know how you sit in these kind of assemblies Turn on to Tuesday devotion and turn to Wednesday community talk, and stay the same. You know, I'm 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 getting too old for stress, and I'm always. I don't care what age you shouldn't be stressed, but I'm just getting too old for the drama. I need to be able to sit in peace, regardless of what's happening. Because I've already worked the Word, and it's just a matter of time. First to blade, Y'all listening to me. But some of us get upset because I don't see the full coin in the ear right away. I don't see full manifestation. My son didn't come home and say, I want to be saved. I love God. I want to be a preacher. I'm going to stop doing everything right now. Because he didn't come home and do that. Don't mean the Word ain't working. Ain't, ain't nothing happening Pray. Ain't nothing happening. I've been giving this stuff and I've been speaking the word. Ain't, ain't nothing happening Pastor yes I'm happy and it's just a matter of time I was sitting on a porch at this tree in my neighbor's yard I call it my tree though it's a nice tree uh, and one day Twine it was just nothing was on it it was just nothing like just the, the branches but the very next day I mean, the very next day, it was full. I'm like, now wait, now wait a minute. And that didn't, that didn't, that wasn't a miracle. Something was always working there. But if you neglect what's happening in the unseen world, you'll give up too soon. That was for somebody right there. Because the word of God works over time. And even when you don't see it, something is happening. Ain't that something Say even when you don't see it, he's working. Play that. Some of y'all been quitting too soon on your, on your family because you don't see nothing. We're not moved by what we see. I know it's challenging not to be moved by what you see because sometimes you see it and you want to speak to what you see. Boy, you'd lost your mind. Boy, you crazy. You can't speak to what you see. Help me. It's, it's tough not to do it though. Because in those moments, you're like, wait a minute. I told you better. Wait a minute. What's going on? And you speak what you see regarding your husband and your wife and your children. And you can't do that. Because if I've released the word, trust me, it is working. And while he's sleeping, while she's sleeping. you am smoking that weed now, but I already got you. I already put the word on I ain't going to touch. I ain't going to put my mouth on what's working. Say
1: it. Way light in
0: the Listen. It's real simple. You're saying way make, which means he's going to make a way. Promise keeper. It means if you made the promise, he's going to keep it. If it seems dark, he's light in the darkness. But you hold on. Somebody hold it on today. somebody said, Pastor, I needed this word because I'm i calling what I see and I'm getting frustrated and I'm getting weary. But you hold fast to your confession of faith.
1: Line in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Lift your
0: hands and your voice and declare, Waymaker, say, Waymaker, yeah. we
1: work a promise Light in the darkness, my God, yeah! that is who you are. Come on, praise him, get up here. Waymaker, Way miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that yeah. is to lift your promise voice and declare that keeper, come on let's heal this word with a My God. that is who you are one more time for your voice and declare he's a way maker way miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are one more time one more time lift your voice and declare that he's a way so, for your family, regarding your husband, regarding your children, regarding your money. Light in the darkness. That's who it is. That is who now. Are. Now send the part I was talking about. Even when, say it, say it. Even when I don't see it, you work. Uh-huh. Even when I don't feel it you work, you never stop. You never stop working. Yeah. You never stop. Come on, declare, you that, declare never stop that even working. when I don't see it, Even when I don't see it, you're, you're working. working, even when I don't feel even it. Even when I don't feel it, you work. You never stop. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Working. Even, when, even when I don't see it, you are work. When I don't feel it, you're working You never stop, you never stop working You never stop, you because never stop working Way maker, miracle worker Promise keeper, light in the darkness My God, that is who you are Come on one more time, church, way maker
0: He's going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. Don't be moved by what you see or how you feel or how they're acting. Even if it gets worse before it gets better, you hold fast.
1: Because
0: he's working. You
1: never stop. You never stop working.
0: Listen, let me tell you this. Shh. He's committed to the success of your family. He's committed to it do the work. We're gonna do our part, he's gonna do his part, and we're gonna see victory in this area. Don't miss the Tuesdays, don't miss the Wednesdays, don't miss the Sundays. Follow every instruction, your family meeting, whatever we tell you, just do it. But I declare in Jesus' name, your husband is coming, your wife is coming, your children are coming, your grandparents are coming. You're gonna worship as a family in this season. it again one time together. Cause we gotta go lift your voice and declare way to Close this service in prayer. I think we have talked enough in the natural. It's time we give the devil hell where it relates to our families. Come here, Pastor Keisha. Get her a mic, get Pastor London the microphone. We don't have but about five minutes. Don't even have that, but we're gonna use these five minutes. We're gonna hit every area of family in these five minutes. I believe, and you believe too, that the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous, listen, brings great results. Somebody's weary this morning regarding their family not on our watch. Me and Pastor Twan going to teach this this month. We're going to go into next month. We're going to teach this. We're going to teach it. We're going to have class in session because the devil will not have our families. And you are moving from trauma to triumph. Yep. You are. Come on over here, you all. We got five minutes. That's all we got but y'all can do it. Stand up church let's agree together before we leave here. You should have jumped up when I said we're going to pray for families
2: Father we thank you for our children. Your word says that children are a gift from the Lord and we thank you Father that our seed which is our children. They are blessed and they shall be delivered. Now, Father, we speak to their minds now. We speak to the torment that has tried to take over their minds now. And we say, go in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak to the culture that they are surrounded by. And we call them to be the light of Jesus in the dark world. Father God, we decree and we declare that as our children step into a dark room, that light is illuminated. We bind the darkness that has tried to come against us. Our children, And we lose the light of God over our children now. We use the love of God over our children now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every place that the soles of their feet tread upon, you have given unto them, oh God. So, Father, we thank you that no longer will our children succumb to the world and to the world's tactics. For there are no new tricks under the sun. But we thank you, Father, that our children walk in wisdom. They walk in grace. They walk in power. They walk in unity with the Spirit they walk in the spirit and they will not fulfill the lust of the flesh we thank you father god that the lust of the flesh the eyes have no place in their lives so we bind the social media influence that has tried to take over our children and we say no in the mighty name of jesus devil you are bound you are bound you are bound over the lives of our children their minds are filled with the word of god we thank you father that even the music that they listen to in that taints them and that twists their minds now we bind it now in the name of jesus we even say when they go to listen to the music that something happens to the radio the station won't come in hallelujah but the word of god flows in the airwaves now in the mighty name of jesus we take back our children for the kingdom we are like mama and papa bears we take them back for the kingdom they shall live and not die they shall live and not die they shall Lord. And we thank you, Father, that every avenue that we have put in place in this church, in this community called Lifeline System of Churches, we thank you, Father,
0: For marriage, God. pray for marriage, marriage. Come here, come here. Father in God,
3: we thank you now for every parent, every guardian, everybody that's in this room, down to the sound of my voice, that has a child living Come on, lift
0: your hands up. We're going to hit this real quick. Father,
3: in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we won't be intimidated by the world system, but we will go in glory. We will go in victory according to our parenting style. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, O God, that you are giving us strategy. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ, that the enemy will not get glory, but we thank you, O God, that our parenting style is aligned with the word of God now. In the name of Jesus, Jesus to Christ, We thank you now, God, that every parent in this room will not get weary in well-doing, but in due season we shall reap. We shall reap. We shall reap because we choose not to make. We thank you, oh God, and we release Psalm 91 over every parent, over every guardian, over every auntie, over every uncle, over every godparent in the mighty name of Jesus to Christ that everything that we need, Father, you have our provided and so we bind the works of the flesh now in the name of Jesus we bind everything that causes us to want to give up we bind that spirit that causes us to want to throw in the towel in the mighty name of the Jesus the Christ and we thank you because your word declares that everything that we need God you said that if we ask a thing that it shall be established and so we establish God the strategies in prayer in the name of Jesus you are given You are giving us what to say. You are giving us how to respond. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, that even in the times where our mouths need to be closed, you close our mouths, God. We thank you that a soft answer turns away wrath. So you are giving us how to answer our children. Now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, that this culture... of Christ. I-
0: Already called into
4: our world. And so we thank you, Lord God, for the covenant of marriage today. A husband and a wife, Lord God. You said that, God, that a three strand cord is not easily broken, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God, that in this season we won't be weary, we won't give up, and we won't be defeated. I pray, Lord God, that the love of the Father lives and abides in our hearts as we walk through this thing called marriage, Lord God. We come against the things that divide us and separate us and we pray and we call for unity and peace in our marriage you said how can two walk except they agree and so I thank you for the power of agreement in our marriages Lord God and as we agree every strong man every strong name of the enemy is broken now I thank you Lord God that there's peace and love and covenant in our marriages Lord God I pray for date nights Lord God I pray that the marriage bed is undefiled I pray Lord Jesus I thank you Lord God that we shall walk in integrity in our marriages now in the name of Jesus that you shall restore all the years of the cake of the locusts and the caterpillar have eaten up we bind the hand of the enemy now that comes against marriage we bind the hand of the enemy now that comes against marriage we say discord be gone now anger and resentment be gone now unforgiveness be gone now adultery be gone to replenish in the earth now in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord God that we shall be great godly examples of marriage and that we shall now call forth Lord God a decrease of the number of marriages now we pray that our minds are renewed that we have a new commitment toward our spouse a new love now in the name of Jesus Lord God breathe fresh fire new wind into our marriages now the fire The fire of God be restored in our marriage. The fire of God. The fire of God consuming fire. Consume our hearts, our minds and our thoughts now. Our intellect toward our spouse, Lord God. Do what only you can do, Lord God. That the peace, the love, that it be restored now. That there's a fresh fire in our marriages. And we decree and declare it to be so. In Jesus' name. Come on, single women, lift your hands up. Single women, single women. And Father, we thank you
5: for every unmarried woman here in this place, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there'll be peace in the minds and hearts of every unmarried woman, Lord God. We thank you for those that are in waiting, Lord God, that we find contentment in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for every unmarried woman that is in waiting, Lord God, that we find contentment in your word, that we find contentment in worship, that we find contentment in praise, that we find contentment in prayer, Lord God. you, oh God, that we're using this time to get closer to you, that we're drawing nigh to you, Lord God, while we're waiting, Father, we thank you that we have everything that we need inside of you, Father, we thank you that you're our Lord, we thank you, that you're our master, we thank you, that you're our savior, we thank you, that you come to rescue us, we thank you, that you're our purchase Lord God. We run in and we find safety in your bachelor's name, oh God. Father, we thank you that you helped us, Lord God. We thank you that the Holy Ghost is our strength. We thank you that the Holy Ghost is our help, Father. We thank you that you're covering us with your blood. We thank you. Father, we thank you that you hit every hurt place in our hearts, Lord God. We thank you that you hit every hurt place in our minds, Lord God we would not turn away Lord God from what you have for us Lord God that there will be no bitterness that there will be no disappointment Father we thank you for the grace that you've given us Father we thank you for the mercy that you've given us Father we thank you for the strength that you've given us to run the race that you've set before us Father our eyes are on you Jesus. And we give you glory because we know that you are with us. We give you glory because we know you care for us. We give you glory because we know we can cast it on you, Father. We honor you in this place, Lord God. And we say that we shall go forth. Hallelujah. We're going forth in the strength of you. We're going forth in your power. And we do not back down we stand as a woman we stand as one who is willing to be submissive to you first so we give you glory and we give you honor and we do declare that there is no loneliness in the name of Jesus we do declare that our power is coming from within you we do declare that the Spirit of God is living within us we will stand, and that we will be bold, and that we will go before you, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, come on, last
6: one, single men, unmarried men, lift your hands up, hallelujah, come on, hallelujah, hallelujah. father, we thank you, again, for this is the day that you may, we rejoice, and be glad in you, father, I'm asking, that as you reveal to every unmarried man, what his purpose in life is, you see, in God, according to Jeremiah, it's I uh-huh of a new day concerning our purpose as unmarried men. Father, reveal to us what you would have us to do and what you have us to be and what you'd have us to accomplish until the set time Come to us to marry the favor that you designed for us. Father, I decree and declare revival to our self-esteem even as unmarried men. Father, I'm asking that you address every ounce of trauma concerning us, what our fathers did do, what he didn't do, what our mothers did do, what she did not do. Father, I'm praying in the name of Jesus that we will submit ourselves to one who know better than us, those who no more than us, those who have been through it before. Father, I'm asking even for those who have been divorced, Father, that healing come at the soul level in the name of Jesus. I come against every bit of rudeness in the men's life in the name of Jesus. I prophesy joy, hallelujah, peace and longevity in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that there be no sick among us as it relates to men, Father. Develop even now his leadership skills for marriage. Hallelujah. Develop his capacity to be a husband and to be a father. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that the fruit of the Spirit will be his portion even in his singleness. Let fulfillment and accomplishment and contentment be the hallmarks of this season of his life Father. I thank you that not many days hence after this prayer hallelujah new revelation will come on what it means to be a man. Father let his integrity forever be intact. Let his character outlast his talent in the name of Jesus. Father let there be warnings in the days to come of who not to Like who not to hang around and where not to go. Father, I decree and declare, hallelujah, these unmarried men won't be like Samson. Hallelujah, they won't lay their heads in places they don't belong. Father, I loosen anointing like the prophet Samuel, that what he speaks, his words won't fall to the ground. Satan, the Lord rebuke not another man child will you have. I loose the anointing of Moses over unmarried men. Hallelujah. To talk to you face to face and to be in relationship with you I come against. Hallelujah. Every devil that wants to question his identity as a young man. Hallelujah. From the oldest to the youngest let there be revival in his manhood. Hallelujah. That he knows how to make decisions in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that a double-minded man is that that man shouldn't expect to receive from the Lord. And so today I declare man of God receive. Yes, Lord, unmarried man receive in the name of Jesus. The Bible declares according to Proverbs chapter four, hallelujah, to let wisdom be the principal thing and in all that getting, understanding and so I'm praying hallelujah for every unmarried man that he understands hallelujah his heart's desire he understands his emotions let him be a man like Joseph where he knows how to manage hallelujah he knows how to distribute goodness in the name of Jesus I decree and declare according to Psalms 23 and verse 3 hallelujah to restore his soul I come against every soul tied from hell by to keep him distracted and by to keep him bound up the hand and the purse. And the permissions of Jezebel, we break them now in the name of Jesus. For you, lastly, God are a God that enters by fire. Burn up everything in him that's not like you. Burn up every desire that came from hell. Burn up everything that causes him to have a desire for pornography. Burn. Baby burn, yeah! Send so Father, yes, Lord, anoint these men afresh. Hallelujah. Do the work that you've called them to do in this season and in Jesus to come, Father. We seal this prayer in your blood now. And we call it to be so and it shall not be otherwise over these people. Hey!
1: You agree with the word? Come on, shout!
0: word of God. Now listen, listen. From the word that was released these last two weeks and the prayer that was released today, expect God to answer this week. There was a reason God had me stop and and close out the service in prayer. We release some things. And we shall see them. We shall see the beginning of them. Some of you shall see the full ear this week. Expect it. Expect it. And don't, don't even look at your family the same. Because God is doing something in you. Even right now. So Father, we thank you, and we seal this time.
1: Oh, we got oh, 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 oh,